We here at the Fumbling Four Network take mental health very serious. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. If you don't like talking on the phone, you can text or start an online chat. Once again, the number is 1-800-273-8255. Welcome to the Resident Evil Lorecast, the podcast that will explore the various mediums and lore of the Resident Evil franchise, such as the video games, movies, novels, and more. And here are your hosts, Ariel, Daniel, and Aaron. Something that might interest you. <laughs> So welcome back to the Resident Evil Lorecast. I'm your host, Aaron. And joining me as always is my fellow host, Daniel. Hi there. Damn. And Ariel. Hey. <laughs> Jesus. I had to wait for an even longer awkward pause. Oh, God. Probably counted it out. <laughs> well, joining us today, we have two of our wonderful patrons. We have Wesker. I'm really excited to be here. God damn these pauses. <laughs> and blades. H. I lost the eye in the mail. I'll get it to you later. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so anyway, uh, now that I'm completely demoralized, uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be talking about the Resident Evil Netflix series today, and I know everyone is excited and has opinions. I'm ready to ramp this up. So, I'm going to throw it to the cutting floor. Who wants to go first? I guess I'll go. <laughs> I'll go first. Or, Blades, did you want to go first? You know what? <laughs> you know what? I won't. Go ahead. Okay. Um. Well, probably with... I'm sure everybody knows that Lance Rick I think it was actually last year. Um, but I want to say he did phenomenal playing as Wesker. The whole thing. Anytime he showed up and I'm like, yes, I'm about to like, I get so excited, uh, especially during the first episode where he tore that dude down right in front of his own daughter, saying that he would shred his resume to or he wants Pornhub to shred his resume. Like that, I just feel like that would be like the most Wesker thing to do. Yes. Like, like it's just, and he was like, the guy he was talking to was just sweating and everything. <laughs> he was just sitting there, like, twiddling his thumbs, like, all chilled, slick back. Like, like, Wesker didn't give a fuck. And I loved how Lance Riddick did really portray the character. Daniel, didn't you say that was like one of your favorite parts in the first one? Like the first part of the series? Oh, when he when he yelled at the other guy? <laughs> I know I said it, yeah. That's what it was. I think they did a phenomenal job casting him. It was definitely a great choice. Lance. It really was. Lance was a phenomenal like, actor. I... <laughs> yeah, I saw uh, I was on a bunch of uh, Facebook groups on Facebook. Well, I uh, like 
Resident Evil groups and everybody was like talking mad crap to Netflix about uh, Lance Riddick being casted as Wesker. And I was like, yeah, he may not look exactly like Wesker. Big deal. That's my thing is, is they can portray the character like it like he did phenomenal like he's a good actor I think I think I was personally upset with the Netflix series when it first came out just because it was another thing where they were doing a whole nother reimagining thing and I'm just getting so sick and tired of them doing reimaginings for this series when that's all it's ever been we've never gotten an actual canon entry when it's come to a live action it's always been reimaginings and I think that's what got me really turned off of this and upset. After watching it, though, I've changed my mind and I want a season two. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. I would. I think a season two would be great, but I think y'all have talked about it. I think if someone else took over, like it'd be like Hulu or Paramount or something, I think they might be able to get something else done with it to where it is better and canon in season two I don't really know what I'm trying to say but <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I think if it went to another company I think they could do a lot more with it I agree just maybe explain you know why there might be something different with Wesker. Well, I think something. I think they did a really good job with Wesker towards the end. Um, are we talking about the end parts? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let me just put in real quick. Listeners, spoiler alert if you haven't, you know, seen the last two episodes. Spoilers for shit that happens in it. <laughs> No, so as I've mentioned to you and as many people I've met have come to know me, I like to keep a rather objective uh, tab on things. I put away my prejudice, I put away my perspectives, and I look at something for what it is. Now, I will say it was hard for me to watch being a fan because that's always going to be there. But that didn't stop me from appreciating the qualities that it had. The acting wasn't always solid for every actor. But it was there, you know, they, like they actually had some chemistry between each other. The shots they had were beautiful and like so the, scene, the scenery was pretty nice. Um, they relatively, I do want a more serious Resident Evil, but I felt like they were taking parts of Resident Evil that, that maybe they were like looking up hot facts for or something like that and then building context around them. And that was their basis of their show. And it turned it took away from it being like a, a, a serious series into a drama show. And it, it just, it didn't handle itself very well. Now I'm not going to say it was garbage or trash. I won't say I'm ready for a season two because I'm not. <laughs> it could have been more than this if they had done it under a different IP. You're right. They've been reimagining this thing so many times and it's uh, we're not, the fans that you're 
hoping to bring in by using the name while also trying to sell to a different audience because that's what that was they were targeting a very younger a much younger de demographic with this and while using the resident evil name which you know i can understand wanting a modern audience to continuously push your stuff forward because that's where the money is and that's where the longevity is but honestly they would have done better under a different ip for me or they could have started from the basics built their own lore and made these characters sparkle that much better i didn't get to watch the last two episodes because stuff came up and we ended up doing other things and I'll probably finish them just because I owe it to the series to at least finish it out because I started it. But I cannot in good conscience ask for a season two unless like um, like you guys were saying before it came under new management. And this isn't necessarily I want it to completely torn down. I would like there to be a bit more reimagining of the reimagining I guess. Um, follow some different characters because I am honestly tapped out on the current drama that is the first cast. <laughs> Just love you were like the current drama that is. <laughs> You're not wrong. I want a season two solely based off of the name drop at the very end. And I haven't seen it yet, so maybe my opinion will change. But. <laughs> I will message you later tonight after I watch it, and I will say you're right or wrong. <laughs> Alright, then I won't spoil what the name is. It, <laughs> to me, it really did kind of esque type vibe. Not, not necessarily like a soap opera, but it was just more like yeah, I guess it was more revolved around the characters instead of, like, the horror aspect of it. I mean, yeah, the tunnel where it had the giant spiders, that part haven't really been shown in any movies. And the big part in the original, I guess, first two games, I wasn't born then, so I don't know. Honestly, the show didn't really have anything to do with the video games. Other than a couple name drops here or there and some location like reveals. I mean not really cuz it's they use like character names and like location names. But it's not even in the right like set timeline cuz it's new Raccoon City cuz like the events of the video games or at least the first few video games like happened like a long time ago so yeah so I mean it's, that's why that's what I that's why I say it kind of turned me off from the series from the get go is because it was another reimagining it has nothing to do with the main storyline it has nothing to do with canon we're just going to sprinkle some stuff in. it's just like Blades was saying they just sprinkled some stuff in and well this is Resident Evil and it's like yeah, but is it really <laughs> <laughs> and did you just put a name on it and said we're gonna sell millions to these idiots um, I don't want to say that about it either because I don't I don't really feel like they had that in mind for the fans they just I feel like people in the writing industry these days not everyone but people get it in their heads that they are 
really they feel they're really one with the community and they charge forward with their ideas which i'm not saying don't ever do your own original ideas it's more or less that they charge forward with these ideas without actually asking fans like hey like what is what do you want to see in the next like i I understand having a vision, but you need to understand if you want to sell this vision to someone, incorporate the people you're trying to sell it to. Uh, yeah. I 100% agree with that one. So I, I don't think that they were calling the fans idiots for this and like, you'll buy whatever we sell you. I, I think they just, they, they got in their own heads and they put it out before they could get out. And that's why I think that there is. Uh, sorry. No, you're fine. Um, Go ahead. That's why I think that there is uh, some meat and bones here for something good. It's just the direction was unfortunate. Well, and and I'm sure we'll talk more about it after the mid break. But you're right. The meat and potatoes was here, but it wasn't prime rib. <laughs> that's what we'll say here. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, oh, that's spot on. It's it was there. It was ready to go. I wanted more. I, I I didn't. I won't lie and say, oh, after I watched the first season, I was like, thank God they canceled this bullshit. No, I loved it. I wanted more, but I was hoping for the same thing. I watched season one. I didn't have the same feelings you did when I watched season one. I you know I still entertained me to a degree. It wasn't like pulling teeth to watch it for me. But mm-hmm. I also am a little frustrated with like everything took so long. There's some things that, like plot revelations that didn't need to take as long as they did. There's info drops and little tidbits dropped in here. And it's like, cool, what are we going to do with that? And then you find out they didn't do anything with it. It was just an Easter egg. And it's like, okay, well, one Easter egg or two Easter eggs is cool. But when the whole fucking series is nothing but an Easter egg, then we have problems. Mm-hmm. You know, but... <laughs> All the negative aside, Lance Riddick, perfect casting for Wesker. Did a phenomenal job with not only Wesker, but also playing the clones. Phenomenal job. Got every persona knocked down. And then you have the Wesker kids. I I did kind of like the whole idea of these kids gotten some deep shit just because basically they're spoiled little brats. <laughs> I mean... Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. immediate distrust and dislike for their father that didn't hit me right either no I mean it's like this guy has been raising you forever and now you fucking hate him for what reason exactly I mean there was no reason for the distrust I can understand not wanting to move there I can understand the teenage angst when it began of, I don't want to move here this is bullshit but no teenager is going to be that fucking disrespectful to their parents when that happens I've never met a teenager that has been like that much of an asshole Especially when he's probably been there for them for the most part. Not necessarily maybe he's not shown up to everything, but he's their dad and has been there, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know his past. What did you think, Ariel, of the dynamic? Yeah, I think they kind of overplayed the angsty teens. Mm-hmm. Because even being upset about the move, like in the beginning, even being upset about the move and everything. What they said to him, like at the end. 
now I'm like cautious of saying anything because of seven. But <laughs> you're fine. Like I said, I'll, I'll watch it for myself after this. You can spoil as much as you want to. It's not really going to affect me. Blade Wesker. Blade Wesker. <laughs> oh my gosh. What? No, like, and then uh. at the end when they find out that, oh, my dad's a clone and then it was like them saying that he only made the girls because they he needed their blood and everything else and then Billy looking at him and says, I hope you die. Wait, no, I hope you fucking die. Seemed like a little much. Like, I get as a teenager, you finding this stuff out, I would be more like is this true, Dad? Then I hope you fucking die. Just kind of, yeah, yeah they overplayed it. No, I get that. Cause that, that part I, was a little rough, yeah. I would, when I put myself in that shoes, it would be more something like, like, you hurt me, and I can't find a lot of trust in you right now. We're also up shit creek without a paddle, so maybe we can put this aside for now. <laughs> we'll trust us at a later time. <laughs> <laughs> We will come back to this. Don't worry, we're coming back to this. Set away the family squabbling. <laughs> Go to off, that was that was probably one of my bigger dislikes of it is that they put too much on the drama and they took up what was should have been a, a moment of survival in a lot of these things. Mm-hmm. I don't no, know. I, I did like the Olive I'm Garden glad. scene. <laughs> I'm glad that they did it. They're doing it, and it's a bit more serious. It's just unfortunate that their seriousness happens to be 80% drama with 10% action and 10% survival. Even unnecessary drama. I hated the whole well, drama of the, when they were. Ugh. <laughs> dumb. Dumb. It's dumb. But huh. apparently there's one character at the end that redeems it all for you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm excited. Um, I think uh, that's going to be, it has to be a pretty solid character for it to be. Yeah, let's get a season two. Yeah, listen, I'm, I'm not going to spoil it. I really want to see what you think about it. So I'm going to just not say what the name drop is. Although I will give you a hint, it's not Leon. I had to imagine it's not Leon with you talking about it as much as you were. So it's like, oh. oh, I was lost for a second, but now I I remember. Yep. <laughs> so yep, I know exactly who it is now. All the yeah, pieces I, are coming I thought together. We were talking about. I thought y'all y'all were talking about the uh, clones of Wesker, and then. Yeah, it, it clicked whenever Ariel said it's not Leon. So I was like, oh, wait, I know who she's talking about. Yeah. Well, listen, if it was Bert, I would have been okay with it. I'm also fine with Blade. <laughs> Bert lived. I want to see more of Blade. Oh, fuck Blade. I want Bert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seven spoilers. There's there's a Blade, Wesker. <laughs> that's what I kept. I saw. Crazy. I said that to them when as soon as I saw him, I said, that's that's Blade, Wesker. Oh my gosh. I know it's funny because Blade Wesker is the original Wesker. It's just funny. But he looks like Five's Wesker. <laughs> yeah, where everybody point. was calling him Blade. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he look a little like Wesley Snipes. Yeah. You'll you'll see him real soon, Seven. You'll see exactly what I mean. Well, I'm sure right after this. Getting rid of the evidence. 
Why you gotta be so rude? I'm so glad, because I really did love Baxter, because he was funny and, like, psychotic, <laughs> but mostly funny. And I'm well, glad that they maybe. brought in, like, another character after that with Bert, mm -hmm. because I absolutely love Bert. Absolutely love him. There's a limit. <laughs> <laughs> then there's a limit. No, it's only cool. one per table. Then there's a limit. They don't have their unlimited breadsticks. <laughs> oh, I'm not part of this inside joke. <laughs> you know, you know, you'll see. You'll see. Wait till uh, you get to Olive Garden. <laughs> when you're here, your family. Family. <laughs> uh, oh God. And on that note, I think this is the perfect time for us to go take a mid break, and we come back. We'll talk about the things we liked about the Netflix series. Well, we'll talk about more Olive Garden. Or more Olive Garden. Perfect. <laughs> well, here we are in the middle of the episode. Ariel, what do we do here? Look up dog treats for dogs? No, we don't do that. Oh. We look up dog treats for our husbands. Oh, okay. That's a good idea. <laughs> Well, fun. we thank our patrons. We do indeed. Our lovely patrons, such as our VIP patrons, Banana the Bard, a.k.a. Bananakin Bardwalker, Barry King, Christian, the Dog 47, Glenn Meeks, Jay Zoobs, Jeremy Kelly, Lord Salad Bar. <laughs> uh, the Naked of the Mangoes. I've been here the whole time. I've been here the whole time. <laughs> the compound of the seven sins. I can confirm he was here the whole time. He confirmed he was here the whole time. And Will Jarrett. We also have to thank our all-access patrons. Awkward Khajiit. Chris Slate. Remington Cloutier. Whoa. Stop there. <laughs> and then we have to thank our official patrons. Quattro Hawkes, Paul Murphy, Ryan Black, and some random guy. So thank you, patrons. I'm the random guy. You're the random guy. <laughs> thank you, patrons. You're amazing. We love you. <laughs> of course. Yes, thank you, patrons. We do greatly appreciate it. And thank you, listeners, because without you, I wouldn't have a show where I get to fuck with Aaron all the time. You would. We have like 19 other ones. <laughs> It'd be one less show that I get to fuck with Aaron. <laughs> oh my god. So with that being said, it's time for some mid-break shit. Daniel, what'd you bring? Alright. Have you ever thought while you're hanging out in the Hives health club, being an umbrella employee, that you wanted a towel just for yourself? I thought you were going to sell life insurance there for a minute. No, so on Etsy, if you go to the creator Digital Pharaoh UK, they make a Resident Evil Umbrella Corporation bath towel. It clearly says on the top of it, property of Raccoon City Health Club, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> it also has on the bottom, high security clearance level five employees only. And it says bioweapon division on this towel along with the Umbrella Corporation logo. And then it has their great slogan of obedience breeds discipline, discipline breeds unity, unity breeds power, and power is life. So if you want to really feel like you're an umbrella play at the health club, you should get this towel for $43.70 before shipping. 
It looks like shipping costs about $17.21, and it ships out of the UK. So if you do get this and you, for some reason, think that you work for Umbrella or work or go to the health club there, just show us this towel. For some other reason, you think you work in Umbrella. Who thinks they work there? Ariel, what did you bring for this lovely mid-break? Not a bath towel. I hope not. <laughs> Salts. Oh, hope not that boy. one either. So I read an article, much like I always do, and this one comes from Game Rant, and the title is Resident Evil 4 Getting Major New Game Mode on December 8th. I'm sorry, what? Resident Evil 4 is getting a VR mode set to launch on PlayStation 5 on December 8th. I was waiting any to say it. you get to play the entire game as Ashley. Oh, God. <laughs> no, thank you. you pray. Instead of shooting a gun, yeah. you just go, Leon! <laughs> and hide in dumpsters. Oh, boy. Or if they download a turd of mercenaries. <laughs> <laughs> so, this free DLC marks a significant addition to the acclaimed survival horror title, providing players with an immersive... Resident Evil 4 experience leveraging the capabilities of PlayStation VR 2. Alongside the mode, there will be there will also be a free demo that doesn't require the full game. So you get Resident Evil 4 Remake VR on December 8th. You just need a PlayStation 5 and the VR 2. So you just need to pay us know. almost $800. Yeah, but I you know em. how awesome it would and be? I'll... No, it's awesome. I mean, I played the first VR one, like Resident Evil 4 VR one on the just Oculus. Loved it. Loved it. I can't wait to play it. It was pretty badass. Yeah, like with the new graphics and shit of the remake, mm-hmm. playing that in VR, oh fuck, that'd be awesome. I can't wait. I want to get a PlayStation, but I can't justify it. <laughs> because you don't have five hundred dollars to spend. Exactly. Say, <laughs> and the consoles, so that's like a thousand or some shit. Yeah, yeah, we don't have a thousand dollars to blow on that shit. Oh my god, you got spare organs, don't you? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> well, moving on, uh, Wesker, what'd you bring for us this mid-break? I watch a lot of random crap on YouTube, and. I think someone, uh, Trigger Happy Productions and Wesker and Friends, they're two different uh, YouTube channels, but they have a lot of, and they're really funny, but there was one I meant to send to you specifically, Aaron, where uh, they had an AI thing where Donald Trump and Joe Biden were playing the demo of Resident Evil 4, but... Donald Trump was acting like Navi from LOZ. I'm going to try to send that to you because it's and then they do like tier lists and stuff but um there's just a lot of uh, YouTube stuff that I watch and it's it's all those guys. It's all AI but then the last thing with the holidays coming up have you ever wanted to hear Wesker sing a Christmas song? (laughs) Yes. Of course. Well, it was actually done by DC Douglas himself, and he met, he sings the Twelve Days of Christmas, but he calls it the Twelve Days of Evil. Oh my God! I would have heard so it the just, Twelve Days of Wesker. <laughs> that would have been a way better title, but yeah, just a bunch of YouTube 
everything's I'll try to send a couple uh, to you in the discord yeah I'm gonna need to hear this but yeah that's all I got it's not no merch or anything you can actually buy but if you want to watch and laugh your ass off these are the things for you <laughs> oh my god so uh with that being said mango what'd you bring <laughs> I brought a hearty handshake <laughs> oh that's not gonna Thank you. I accept <laughs> <laughs> I also brought news that I hope Ariel hasn't brought up yet that Resident Evil 4 has officially reached round two of the player choice award. What? I have not. So so everybody can actually go and vote for it to win this year. Hell yes. That makes me curious. I don't, I don't know if Breath of the Wild or uh, Tears of the Kingdom made it to you, tier two. It's a I still haven't played Breath of the Kingdom. Breath of the Kingdom. <laughs> Fuck you! I had yeah. English. <laughs> I mean, the, you said it right. I didn't. Oh, that was the joke. <laughs> they were making fun of me for saying it wrong. I was like, "Fuck you!" I, I, I probably would play Tears of the Wild if it wasn't still sixty bucks, though. <laughs> <laughs> God. Well, uh, that leaves us with. Last but not least, Blades, what'd you bring? Oh, shit. Let me pull it up. All right. Well, it's getting close to Christmas time here. What? I'm not, not, a, <laughs> I'm not a big Christmas guy, but I decided to bring something for it. Um, I brought for your consideration a Resident Evil sweatshirt. Ugly sweatshirt. I know this Resident Evil sweatshirt features Nemesis, Jill, and Carlos, all in Christmas attire, as long as, as well as a burning Raccoon City with some beautiful snowflakes and barbed wire. You can get this at Unifins for $34.95 and multiple sizes, of course. And about I don't know who it's made by. <laughs> oh my god, I need this. <laughs> so can you actually wear the barbed wire? Asking for a friend. <laughs> I imagine it comes as an accessory. I wouldn't recommend it, but it's your Christmas, I guess. You can have a white one or you can have a red one. God. Oh. oh my god. I can't do it with you guys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, although that sweatshirt, the ugly Christmas sweater looks cool <laughs> as fuck, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I guess that leaves me to give you what I brought today. And what I brought today actually goes along with something we gave we uh, we talked about on a episode a long long time ago that Ariel actually has which is the Resident Evil 4 custom controller but I found a Resident Evil 2 case for that lovely controller oh yes Ooh. I'm interested so 
If you go on Amazon right now or you go to the link in the show notes below, you can check out the Blade Resident Evil Controller Case Evil. It's made for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, Stadia, and Nintendo Switch controllers and systems. It is rubber with a zipper fully imposed. And the logo, Resident Evil, is fully imposed. It is held, the controller is held firmly in place by super adaptive memory foam. It is officially Resident Evil licensed and is compatible with DualSense, DualShock, Mandos, Xbox, etc. controllers and the memory phone once again is super adaptive. So, if you want this bad boy, right now it's on Amazon for 24.99. It's not bad. I want it. So that is what I brought for your consumption today. Other than that, Errol. Oh, you you should get it. You should get it. <laughs> I'm broke. Ariel. Mm. We're at the end of the uh, mid break. Yep. So you want to do your thing? Where I go home? You're already here. Too bad. Fuck. Nope. <laughs> I guess I'll just roll on over to fan roll. Use my promo code Almighty C10, which is ALL Mighty in the letter C10. And save December set off set of dice or dice tray or dice tower or dice bag or dice accessories. They have multiple types of dice to choose from, from metal to resin to the silicone and the new liquid core. It's all super awesome, super fucking cool. And save 10% off. Then... Switch on over to Nixie Gaming. Use our promo code LOZLore and save 10% off Switch accessories. They have cases and cords and docking stations and controllers. And their new thing is the GameCube controllers, which is pretty fucking sweet. And they have the new pumpkin orange color. So yeah, use our promo code and save 10% off there. Then... Zoom on over to W Energy. Mango. Uh, you caught me literally mid on. <laughs> but, uh, W <Debbie> Energy! <laughs> so much better than Aaron's. Fuck you. <laughs> Use our promo code FUMBLING4, which is FUMBLING in the number four, and save 10% off their energy drinks. And they have the tubs of the powder which has about 30 energy drinks in it. And they have a bunch of hilariously named drinks, so you're bound to find a flavor that you love, or multiple flavors. And there are no jitters and no crashes, so... Yeah. Save 10% off your purchase of energy drinks. That's it. That's all. I'm done. And with that... Let's go to the end of the episode. Well, here we are at the end of the episode. And this is the part where we talk about nice things about the Netflix series. <laughs> I thought we were no. like going back and forth. I mean, yeah, I guess we can keep going back and forth. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. So who wants to kick us off in the uh, second half? I like Resident Evil. I'm proud of you, Mango. 
You said all the words. I think we all do. <laughs> I mean, we're just saying nice things, so I just figured I'd kick it off with something nice and <laughs> simple. Oh my god. I believe it's a mango. Please, sir. I want some less. I want some <laughs> less. Oh my god. So uh, I, have, I have something I want to kick it off. Did anybody else notice the lack of animals in this series? I saw a dog. I saw two <laughs> dogs <laughs> and an alligator. That's it. Cats. Crocodile. Oh, fuck. I forgot about the cats. Yeah, are we talking about like actual live animals or like B.O.W. animals? B.O.W. Like, animals is what I was talking about. But yeah. I forgot oh, about well, you had like the the caterpillar thingy. Spiders. Which, spiders. which, which series is this? The uh, one that was on Netflix? With Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick. It was okay. Thank you. Because there's two series. I need to know which one. The um, <laughs> was technically an infected BOW. You could have just stopped that infected rats. Probably infected. <laughs> if you have a if you have a pet rat at home, I hope it you. Yeah, but that was like what four or five animals in total. Lizard. Oh, I forgot about the lizard. Yeah, all right. Well, I retract statement. Yeah, it kind of sounds like you shouldn't have brought this topic up. So far, you've been proven wrong, like a lot. I mean, I know it's not not necessarily an animal, but the giant spiders. Yeah. The underground passage that they went. I know I said something about them earlier. I think they're part of the they're uh, well. They're te- technically they're insects, but I'm pretty sure the whole thing with Umbrella was that they were injecting everything with things of everything else. So they probably had gorilla, some stupid shit. <laughs> pandas, it's the fastest those pandas will ever be. <laughs> God, you know what I'm sad about? The tyrant. Hmm. Ugh. Like we didn't get to see anything really just like oh look there's a tyrant in the case that was it oh he got out when it blew up I haven't seen it yet so well if I had to guess what they were originally (laughs) planning on doing is it was going to be an easter egg that was going to matter for like quote unquote season 2 but then Lance Reddick died and everybody hated the show so it just became a permanent easter egg no and I'm sad I wanted more of the tyrant did they at least do the right tyrant? Was it the one with the weird hand? Mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen the show because I heard a lot of good things, but a lot of it was like, it's pretty good if you look at it from this lens. And I'm like, I don't want to. I just want to watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> what do I have to keep looking at things through lenses? <laughs> and I also, I didn't like, everybody was like, a lot of the people, I a lot of what I heard about it was how people were very happy with the fact that Wesker was very family orientated. And I'm like, you know any, anything about Wesker. <laughs> like anything I'm I'm all for like alternate perspectives or whatever that's a that's a leap that's a huge jump <laughs> well you you find out more about the whole family oriented thing uh, like most of the way through the show Mango and that's where, I figured they were experiments or something but still yeah that's so you kind of get why he's like that but then it still leaves you with questions he was st- everybody talked about how he was a good father or whatever and like he seemed very fatherly. It's one thing to be uh, care about your experiments. It's another to treat them like people. <laughs> and like I'm aware of I'm aware of how that sounds, but I'm specifically talking about Wesker, <laughs> man who boned down Excella just to inject her with a shot and leave. <laughs> I mean, 
I can see where he's coming from, though, because the whole clone angle still doesn't justify why Wesker was a family man. I get that all the clones were different, but... I mean... Eh. Damn it. Why you gotta come in here and make this a... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was watching Maybe that he what knew happened. that... <laughs> Maybe Wesker knew that, you know, maybe Chris and Jill had you know, start a family who knows and maybe Wesker oversaw and he's like, Oh, that seems like a good idea. But he wouldn't actually go to find the people to actually do the thing to make a child with. So he just like, Hey, check this out. I got an idea. And then I don't know. He took care of them or something. (laughs) Hey, come check out my boathouse. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I, I liked the Wesker version that was the original. As much as Daniel keeps calling it Blade, Blade Wesker. Wesker. Yeah, Blade Wesker. Let's see, it now. The OG Wesker. Yeah, he looks like Blade Mango. The first time that I watched it, Amazing. I was because when I saw that it had the black boots at first and then I saw the trench coat, I was like, Oh my god. Yeah. OG Wesker is coming and He's about to hopefully fuck shit up and it just that whole scene because like we had the one there was that one clone that like had a burrito or whatever in the thing and they're like oh he needs to learn but then everybody just stopped what they were doing and just as soon as he came in the room they all stood up and were just like about to shit their pants because even the clones of Wesker knew how badass the original Wesker was. Can we talk about the fact that he had somehow ninja speed? That's that's Wesker. Yeah, but I mean, I didn't think it was going to, they were going to introduce that to the series. Oh, wait, hold on. He realistically didn't get his speed until after, well, he did inject himself literally in the first game. So, it (laughs) kind of, it it really depends on when he started being uh, super speeds. Blades is like, hold on. So, there's clones. I can understand that. Um, the clones don't also have super speed and super strength? No. And the reason for that is... I think he cloned them before he injected himself. Is the only thing I could possibly think of. This is where we get so back. So, the story I, can happen. I guarantee what happened, if we're keeping it like in story, this goes back to him not being a family man. He cloned them, but he didn't want them to be as powerful as him. Then they would think that they were the better ones and kill him. And he wanted to be in control. And I might have been watching the video when you were saying all that. So <laughs> that's, that's fine. Uh, watch the episode. It comes out in two weeks. <laughs> You'll hear it again. <laughs> oh, my God. But um, mm. I, that makes sense. I just. I feel like it was. Because, all right, so why are the clones needing blood then? They keep themselves. Unstable genetics. So they need stable okay. genetics in order to stabilize out. Figured the oh, reasoning there, might be, but. There's a, there's a disease, like a real life disease where you have to drink blood. Uh-oh. Or you can drink blood to live or something like that. Maybe they have that. I don't know. Yeah, because that's what some people that, that think they're vampires have something like that, you know, but then there's actual people that. 
do have that. I know what you're talking about. But I, yeah. I think it does give them like um, a weakness. It has to something to do sun. with iron deficiency or something. Yeah, I, I, think, I think they can't be in the sun long either because of that, but that just makes it all fall together where you're like vampire, but it's actually a, a blood disease. It's weird where you're sitting, Daniel, because I, mean, I can't see you, so it just looks exist. like the back of Aaron's big-ass head is talking. It probably is. <laughs> probably is. Jesus. Ta-da. Professor Quirrell? Did you really send me a picture of Blade Whisker? Yes, I did. I sent a mango, too. <laughs> oh, my God. I had to make sure you saw him. Yeah, so you remember. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Even he wasn't, didn't approve. <laughs> so, okay. So we've talked about Blade Wesker an awful lot. We talked about the clones. We talked about all that. Um, I want to talk about the fact that the university being on a ship was a huge Easter egg in itself. Ariel brought that up in the watching of it. The Queen uh, Zenobia. Mm-hmm. Oh, they brought back the Queen Zenobia? Well, it wasn't called that, but oh. it's on a ship. It, like, it was highly referencing uh, Revelations. Did it have it? Because there was, there was three sister ships to the Queen Zenobia. They were all exactly the same. Or, sorry, two sister ships. Three ships total. Did it did it have a name? And was it Queen something? I don't know. Okay, I'm good. They were all each a queen. Because, yeah, they were each a queen, and they all had similar-ish names. And one of you only went to two of them in Revelations 1. One of them had sank previously. Yeah, there's so could, the Queen it, Zenobia, the Queen Samaris, and the Queen Ditto. Dido. Yeah. Dido, I think. As one of the eight people who really love the Revelations of Revelations 2, <laughs> this excites me. <laughs> I feel like this should this might get a little off topic, but uh well, never mind. <laughs> I was gonna say game like I love the first game's story and the second one it just felt like oh we found a way to bring Barry back and there's another Wesker but raid mode in Revelations 2 is freaking awesome raid mode was fucking sick I loved playing as Wesker and beating the absolute shit out of people <laughs> same that was the good good <laughs> and which one? Revelations 2 uh, or one. I think you could do it both. But Revelations 2 is the one I remember the most. I've actually put... I've got like... On my PC, I've got like 60 hours in Revelations 2. And probably 52 of those. Right now. I was the same because way. I, well, I, I, I'm going after rare achievements. And most of the rare achievements... Most of the achievements, period, have to do with raid mode. And completing everything. I did that not know it, that. It was the first. It was the first game uh, that I ever installed on my Steam Deck, and it's the one I've played the most on my Steam Deck by a lot. Wait, you have a Steam Deck? No. Yes. You bitch. Yes, I do. <laughs> well, you have you have a VR headset, or even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you can play video games on the go. You have a phone. Yeah, that doesn't have the cool stuff. I get bullshit games. <laughs> I can't find 
the name of the ship, so I don't know if it was named. We already... Oh, in the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would have been cool, though, if they had made it into one of the three. I agree, because I, I love that concept about the whole system. Like, that... Nothing... That's... That whole, like... Uh, the the shocking moment of realizing there were there were sister ships and you were on the wrong one the whole time. That was perfect, perfect Resident Evil. <laughs> yeah. Peak Resident Evil right there. Oh my god. What do you mean? I've played I've been I've put twelve hours on this fucking boat. <laughs> what do you mean nobody's here? <laughs> kind of bullshit you're talking right now. I actually do. <laughs> like I said, I got a lot of pinup stuff. Um, uh, back to the actors. I think the person that played Evelyn uh, from the Venn timeline from when Billy and Jade were kids. I kind of oh, loved hey, how how deranged she actually was. Like once they figured out the medicine the joy or whatever she was giving it to her wife and she was just like all happy and everything and then the sun caught up on it and when they're all back at umbrella and when she just shoots her own son i did not see that coming the first time i watched it and i think me and my girlfriend watched it together when it first came we're both just like yo what the f- fuck i liked evelyn until that part with uh where billy had her dance but then again i feel like that wasn't evelyn herself so oh no i I just really liked her i'll say evelyn was evelyn throughout the entire series i knew she was gonna off her own kid (laughs) she She played psychotic bitch very well (laughs) she's definitely a marcus Mm mm-hmm (laughs) <laughs> uh, I was just about to say she definitely was a Marcus. Oh my god, why'd you have to go get bit? Now I have to kill you. Wait, 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 wait. Can we just cure this? Oh no. No, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not happy in my love but, life. I'll I mean, just drug my wife. <laughs> but I mean, with what they did put out, I think they really did a decent job, but like we've all kind of talked about before, it's just a reimagining, and I think all of us hardcore fans are really just waiting for them to do the actual thing, like from the games and everything. And I might be a little biased when I say this, but I actually did enjoy some, not not all of it, but a good bit of Welcome to Raccoon City. Besides the Spencer Mansion and the RPD, I think they did the RPD really well. Here's what I'll say. I they did a perfect job. Uh, they did a perfect job of showing uh, uh, Leon. Ah, <laughs> no, I was gonna say. <laughs> Was that's what, that's what you told me before the podcast started. Uh, it's not at all true. You weren't even here before the podcast started. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, What I was going to say was they... Okay, they've beat a dead horse. We've had a bunch of remakes. Everything live action that's come out for Resident Evil has been nothing but remakes. P3 
people constantly make the argument to me, well, actors and directors and writers want their own creative freedoms. Okay, cool. Here's the thing then. Stop fucking with what's already done. Start making something new. Give me a live action where you can add some characters in or it's a continuation of a story at some point. There's plenty of hooks. There's plenty of unanswered questions. There's plenty of things you can do with this storyline that hasn't already been done. Do something new. You want new characters. You want new storylines. That's fine. Go forward. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I loved or liked everything you've done live action up to this point to certain some degree. I've enjoyed it. And that's fine. And that's probably most Resident Evil fans. But also on that same note, most Resident Evil fans are done with the redos. They're done with the reimaginings of the same exact timeline, the same exact storyline, the same exact points. We're done. Move forward. That's kind of what I'm getting from all of this. Make something new. And I'm seeing this across multiple fandoms where people are getting frustrated because there's nothing new. And everybody makes the excuse it's hard to come up with new ideas, yet we see it all the time in other formats and other shows and other things. So make something new. Also, if you don't have any original ideas, just don't fucking do it. It's okay, too. (laughs) (laughs) The Netflix series as a whole, though, I would say was not bad. It was worth the watch and it was enjoyable. And I would have enjoyed a season two. I know you said I agree. that too, didn't you? Yeah, I didn't want to chew my chips in the mic. Oh. So. Yeah. Mostly because of the name drop in the last episode. So. <laughs> God. I was super excited when the I saw that. Drop. I was too, especially where, where the name drop was. Mm. Yeah, like... Mm-hmm. We're going places. It also makes... Yeah, they really looking back on it now it also makes sense of some of the locations that Jade had been to when Billy was talking to her mm-hmm. mm-hmm thinking about all that now yep but anyway does anything any does anything does anybody else have anything real quick and then I promise I'll shut up uh where, where they did leave it off it would have been great to if Lance didn't pass away or anything. I would like to see a season two. Where yeah. they left off and everything. It, it would be nice because they did have a good story and everything. And I, I just want to see what happens next. Oh, well, yeah. And Lance Reddick is a fantastic rat. Fantastic director, fantastic actor, and everything he's been in, in my opinion. God rest his soul. You know, he he did fantastic voice acting work, fantastic acting, just a fantastic person. <laughs> so, but at any rate, I think that's all we have for this episode. So, thank you to our lovely patrons for joining us. You're fantastic. You're wonderful. Before we go, though, Mango, I need you to do them a favor and tell them what projects we have going on. I don't consider it a project. It's more of like my life goal, but whatever. It's fine. Um, yeah, come check us. If you if you like Warhammer 40, if you, if you like space or not space or shooting or people in, or if you think I'm funny, uh, 
check out Warhammer Lorecast. It's a real good time. I have personally heard zero complaints so far. And if they have complained, I've deleted the comment. Never there. I'm joking. I don't even think I can do that. Come join us at Warhammer Lorecast. You can find it at wherever you can. Uh, listen to any podcast or anything like that. I started releasing small snippets on TikTok and eventually YouTube as well. Yeah, it's a good time. Go check us out. And with that, I want to thank you all for listening. Tune in next week. Bye there. Bye. 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 Thanks for joining us tonight on the Resident Evil Lurecast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, tell a friend. Leave a comment and a review. If you want to keep chatting with us about all things Resident Evil, you can find us on the Robots Radio Discord. You can also chat with us at RE Lurecast on Twitter. Till next time, stay safe out there. And remember, we might have something that might interest you, stranger.